Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you are. You are listening to Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast of the self-love revolution. And you know what time it is. It is Financial Friday for yeah. first time and new investors, where you yeah. will learn investor psychology so you can merge healing with action and learn how to deal with the emotions and strategy of money. So I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and I've got my co-host. Hey, hey, good morning. This is EJ, EJ Gilliard. It's good to see everybody. Good to hear everybody today, too. Absolutely. And we've been going a few weeks strong. This is episode five. That's so exciting. We just passed our one-month mark. And the last few weeks, I mean, we've talked about a lot of different things from educational malpractice of our traditional (laughs) educational system for not teaching us about money and finances and taxes and all these things that we need to deal with, which is why we're doing this show. And we talked about investing from first time investing, new investors to seasoned investors coming back in the game. And uh, the last few weeks, we've been talking about the whole GameStop, Reddit, Wall Street bets situation. Yeah. So many different things. And we have <laughs> our trio partner, EJ, if you're EJ, his name is EJ too, but Evan, and he joins us too. And I think this might be him. Let's say good morning. Hey, Financial Friday crew. What's going on, guys? How is everybody? Yes. Hey, Evan. Good morning. You know what's so funny because your username is EJ and so is his. So all I see is EJ. <laughs> I'm just surrounded by EJs. It's totally That's funny. right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Good morning, but, yeah. Evan. I'm so glad you're here too. And yeah, so, this is going to be great. This is going to be a great today, one. Uh, this, uh... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. No, I was just, I was just leading up to you, you know, saying this is going to be a great one today. This is going to be a great segment that we're going to be talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. So today, what do we want to talk about today? We want to start getting into crypto a little bit and just just understanding that we've got all kinds of listeners. We've got brand new investors, first time investors, people pre first time thinking about, you know, because there's a lot of stuff going on in social media about stocks and crypto. And so I know that there's a lot of what the heck is going on? Um, why does it seem like everyone's talking about crypto but me? I don't know anything about it. What, like, should I know something about it? And then you've got other people that are like, I know everything about it. So I'm in the know. I'm the one tweeting about it. Um, so we've got all everyone from the, the range of experience. Um, so just in general, what, what do you have to say about what's going yeah. on right now? You know, I think that, you know, right now, especially with the way the market is going, I think a lot of people are starting to um, really want to, like you said, want to get into understanding it. Um, And then there's also, just like you said, um, the questions of, should I be learning this? Um, How should I learn this? And then there's also the gurus, you know, the the people who uh, are kind of sort of the know-it-alls. They say, well, yeah, you should know this. Why don't you know this? But you know, going back to what you were saying earlier, a lot of these things are just not in the curriculums in our school. And so um, it makes it hard for people 
who are wanting to learn something like this to you know branch out and learn more because we have such a very controlled uh sense of learning for finances you know um, i think that if um if somebody was to learn this in their teens rather than just in their 20s 30s 40s then we'd be in a way better position but you know um, i i don't ever want to knock anybody who's trying to learn this because um it is a journey it is absolutely a journey and it's a fun one so you yes. know uh, that's what's going on now i think people are and, finally and just, catching wind to it right and just to clarify i know because like you said yeah if we learned this in our teens versus in our 20s 30s and 40s we'd be in a much better position and i think what mm -hmm. you, you mean like societally globally right so like if right. you are not in mm -hmm. your teens anymore don't feel like you can't learn about this like that's what we're right. here for that's what this show is all about about empowering and inspiring people to learn about what it is they want to learn about and Absolutely. um so for for someone who is feeling the fomo the fear of missing out for someone who mm -hmm is seeing all all the tweets, the social media, the articles about it, maybe seeing that Elon Musk just bought a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin and everyone's talking about <laughs> right. Bitcoin. Or, and there's all these tweets about like, if you didn't buy Bitcoin 10 years ago, you're asked out. Like, so right. there's a lot of people, millions of people that are feeling like, maybe they're feeling dumb, stupid, slow or whatever. Yeah, like, like I knew I should have gotten into it. What, what do you have to say to them? I want to comfort them a little bit. <laughs> a lot I say, of it. I say it's never. I say it's never too late. Um, the the biggest public figures you see out, you know, in the world right now, they weren't in the crypto world and and all that, but you know, they had a late start also. You know, you hear about all the the late stories. Don't ever feel like it's it's too late to get into something. But I, I would also say. Um, just take that leap of faith but you know there's always people who are going to try to make you feel like you're missing out but i would not go in and harp on those facebook posts or those instagram posts of people who are saying oh you should have caught it when it was early because you know that's not the mindset you want to have you want to have the mindset of what can i do now you know what can i get into now you know um because there's still a lot of room to be able to make an impact in the market you know people want to make it seem like you know it's slim pickings right now but there are still opportunities out there um and if it's not in the stock market there's crypto there's a lot of cryptocurrency uh movements right now and then also you know people who trade options or trade into like the forex market there's a lot of opportunities out there um that that's available just don't make it seem like it's too late because it's never too late you know um just to kind of let you know a little bit about me i had a chance to um teach somebody how to trade who is 62 years old you know she's actually 62 somebody was 65 um and so it's never too late to learn how to read charts and then in the same token it was there was somebody who was 13 and 10 years old that i showed how to read charts so this is literally something that can be universal for anybody's age you know the, the, the market is yeah, I, I love that you're saying that like it's it's never too late. And it reminds me of this concept of like if if you're someone who is blessed and fortunate el enough to live till your 60s, since you mentioned 60s, mm -hmm. 70s, 80s, if you're blessed to live to your 20s, 30s, because we're not all blessed to live that far. Yeah, you're right. But if you you're are right blessed that. to live that far. Yeah, exactly. If you are honor it and and um i i was thinking you know because i'm in my 30s and and that's young you know i know yeah. i'm young and i look back at my life 
and my friend, my girlfriend and I, we were talking and we were like, yo, we're in our thirties. That's hella young, but we've lived like eight lifetimes. Like when you really yeah. think about it, like even from preschool to elementary school, those are two different lifetimes from being right. a toddler to elementary and then elementary, like early elementary to late elementary, like first to third grade to like fourth to fifth grade. Those are two completely different lifetimes. They Middle are. school. Wow, completely different lifetime. High school, your freshman, sophomore year versus your junior, senior year, completely different lifetime. And this is United right. States grades, obviously in different countries, they're different things, but we live different lifetimes practically every two to five years. So right. it is never too late. Like you think about people that like win an Oscar in their 50s or Jessica Tandy won an Oscar at 80 something years old. Yeah, exactly. 80 something years old to win an Oscar, like that, you know what I mean? So it yeah. is never too late. And I, I love that you're you're bringing that into the mix. Yeah, because that's the question they ask me, you know, um, EJ, you know, is it too late for me to be learning something like this? You know, like, am I am I too far off now? Like, should I just rely on my retirement? No, that's it's, it's never too late. And though, as a matter of fact, for them now, now they have a lot more uh, awareness of what's going on and what's going on in their world. You know, um, these are people who are, uh, you know, 20 to 30 year, 40 year career, you know, veterans in their workspace. And so now all they know is you know sometimes you got to pick stuff up and put stuff down but now in a, in, a, in a digital world where you can get paid in a, in a digital manner um there's other ways to understand how we can survive out here you know and um yeah i think that that's so so key and you're absolutely right about that but that does help people lend perspective on um how they should be getting into it now you know don't try to just jump into something without researching really really dig deep and it doesn't take a lot it's not time consuming just take the time out and make that step take that leap and a little bit a little bit at a time right and and um mm -hmm. i love what you're saying you know people that are 30 40 years into their career masters of their career and you know yeah they, they got a little bit of money or a lot of bit of money and they're like okay where else can i put it how else can i diversify my portfolio which i know especially if you're super mm -hmm. super new to investing you hear that diversify my portfolio all the time and it right. sounds really fancy but all it means is what different things can I do with my money to help it do what mm -hmm. I want it to do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Essentially, that's true. what it means. I know yeah. we got some messages yeah. here, so let's see what we got. I believe that Bitcoin and crypto are really just now really starting to get, you know, the like the the, the positive attention that it needs. Uh, I believe early on, a lot of like analysts and a lot of like investors, they had a very, um, including Elon Musk, he's changed his stance significantly on cryptocurrency over the last two years. So with that happening, it's bringing a lot of people into it, which is good, but um, you know, people need to really learn and understand like what cryptocurrency is really about. And if they do that, then I, I think it's great that people are getting involved. Yeah, that's a, that's a great, great point, Evan. Thank you so much for bringing that in. So the next question I have, especially because I, and I hear this all the time, and here's the cool thing about the social media movement, because I know we kind of like say, don't just do social media investing. The cool thing about right. it is it's bringing awareness to opportunities. For and sure. if, if you're listening to this and you're new, just take it as that. But don't allow people's tweets or posts to make you feel like, oh my God, it's too late. I'm gonna miss out. 
like mm-hmm. just and that's that's where we talk about checking your emotions about it if if it's piqued your interest if it's piqued your curiosity then yes start looking into it so for someone who's like yeah. what the heck is that what, what is it dog dog coin don't like, yeah what? yeah those coin like, yeah <laughs> exactly or like bitcoin so can you give mm. us just like what's a super simple layman's term way of just like okay what is crypto and how can i start start looking into it and please when you're if you're listening hear this start like so your emotions start coming up pressuring you to like be an expert tomorrow then then that's then then come to our clubhouse and we'll we'll work on that (laughs) at 1 p.m yeah (laughs) Yeah. you know Exactly. I, you know, so here's the thing with cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency, um, it started out as an idea. Because cryptocurrency is literally what it, you know, what it sounds like. It's a digital currency. You hear the word crypto, you think of digital. You think of something cryptic. You think of something that um, could be hard to trace. But then you think of cur- currency. It's li- literally a means of exchange. Um, and so when I think about any kind of cryptocurrency, of course, the very beginning one is Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin was very high. Bitcoin actually started back in 2008, 2009, peer to peer. It didn't hit the market until 2011. So think about that. Bitcoin is a digital means of exchange. You can't hold a Bitcoin. You actually have to exchange it um, into a digital wallet. Just kind of how people have Cash App and they have a Cash App ID and they can send money from place to place. Well, just imagine if Cash App or Venmo or you know any other any other payment processor um, had their own currency. Imagine if PayPal had their own currency rather than just the U.S. dollar. That's kind of how you want to think about Bitcoin. Bitcoin is literally um, its own currency that's running through its own technology called the blockchain. And so um, it started back in 2008, 2009 from a in my opinion i think it's a group called satoshi nakamoto um and they actually created the the development of the coin and so back then people were exchanging 300 200 bitcoin for a slight for for a whole pizza or maybe for a tv um now that whole tv or pizza you know (laughs) you've probably heard this story a million times is worth millions to millions of dollars you know and so um, that's kind of how you want to think about it. And so once it hit the market, once people kind of figured out that this is a very, very legitimate means of an exchange now, we want to put this on the market to have an opening price or what's called like a initial coin offering. You know, in the stock market, there's something called an uh, initial public offering, but um, there's an ICO stage in, in cryptocurrency. And so um, in 2011, it hit the market. It, you know, it was under a penny, then it hit a penny, <laughs> then a dollar, ten, a thousand. So, you know, it started. And where is it at now today? Right now, right now, one Bitcoin as of this very second is at forty eight thousand one hundred and sixty dollars. Wow. And, um, you know, so for a, for a long time, it had its ups and downs. But here's the thing about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Um, the way it's driving its price is all based on the people and it's all based on the technology. You know, um, just think about think about an old, ugly, gray cell phone from back in the 80s and 90s. And so in a sense, the you know, Bitcoin was the very first of its kind. And then, you know, over time, it's, you know, somebody said, hey, let me create another rendition of bitcoin or let me create another coin that could be very much similar to it so now you have ethereum now you have litecoin and tron and you know xrp and so 
those are now the smartphones. Those are now the the the, the next levels up of the of the detail, but they're still cheaper. They're a lesser cost. So um, that's kind of how you think of crypto, right? That's that's how you think of cryptocurrency. It's literally just a means of exchange. So you don't want to think of it as a stock because you know it does have a. You can have a holding of it, and it could be like gold. You could hold onto it for a while, but you go. You want to think of it as also a means of exchange. So if you think of it like gold. You can also exchange gold, but you can also invest into like the ETF or the holding of gold. So um, think of that kind of in the same light as cryptocurrency. You can either I can go to the gas station right now and get you know, I can get a full tank of gas with, with Bitcoin or I can hold it long term and just hold on for the ride as a holder. And it's just like, you know, I always like to relate things to the physical because I think sometimes mm -hmm. when people are new to something and it's not physical, it's hard to to grasp it. Right. And so yeah. just like we have different currencies all over the world. So like here in America or in the United States, we have the U.S. dollar. But then if I go to um, Europe, if I go to Italy, I have to exchange for euros so mm -hmm. that I can buy things in Italy. And but those are like all physical dollars that I can hold in my hands or I it's they can, they're in my debit card. But essentially, it's still that the dollar currency or the euro currency. But with right. crypto, it's, it's just a completely different kind. So if you're looking to start learning about it and again, and actually, this is so funny because I was having a, a chat with one of my clients yesterday and um, they were getting like the FOMO, which I totally get because mm -hmm. the emotions, right? Social media is designed to rile our emotions. Right. And if y'all want, you know, there's documentaries on Netflix about that, right? But like, you, like the writing's on the wall. Social media is designed to rile our emotions. And it was so funny because this particular person, and if you're listening, hey, you know who you are. Um, and uh, this particular person was on our Wind Down Wednesday episode where we literally said, don't get fear of missing out. Don't let the emotions like drive you crazy. And literally the next night on our client coaching call was like, my friend was tweeting about like crypto. And, and like, I was like, am I supposed to know about that? Like, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, you're getting in your feelings. Like, what did we say? We literally said, so I feel like we have to say it multiple times. Like, if you're getting in your feelings, and I know Evan says this a lot, like, don't invest based on hype and emotions. Like, like learn about it first, you know? And so to get started, you know, just kind of understand. And I love the, the analogy of the cell phone, right? So it's the same way where you're like, should I get the iPhone 12 Pro or should I stay with my iPhone 11? Do I need to upgrade or I got an iPhone eight or like, do I want to go Samsung? Like what, you know, right. what, different, wh which phone do I want to buy? It's the same exact thing. And the way that mm -hmm. you decide what phone you want to buy, what features does it have? What technology does it run on? What mm -hmm. um, perceived worth? Like, what do you perceive yeah. it's worth? Um, what can you mm -hmm. do with it? And all of those yep. things, right? So it's the same way. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Tell and I was going to say also with, with that, no, so seriously, you know, with that same exact analogy with the cell phone, you know, people have, people always ask me the question, um, you know, like, is this going to replace the dollar? Like, are, are we, we going to be like, is the dollar going to be obsolete very soon? I'm like, no, you got to think of, think of the evolution of currency, you know, kind of the same way you think of the evolution of, 
of, of music, you know, um, there's just different different cultures and different ways we look at music that changes. But also, you know, some things people, people still listen to the oldies, you know, but, you know, you, you think about um, the phones, you know, think of the, the U.S. dollar. Think of our current currency that we exchange right now. Think of that as the landline. People still use the landline, but not as often. <laughs> you know, it's, it's still there, but people don't really use it as much. But think of it, think of cryptocurrency as just your your, your cordless, wireless, your, your, your mobile device. You know, think of that as your, your cell phone. Don't think of um, the, the, the U.S. dollar as, oh, it's going to crash and burn. And no, it's still going to be there because there's always going to be some kind of circulation or exchange of currency. And so, um, yeah, you want to think of it as, cryptocurrency is just the evolved um form of payment or form of currency and like there's a way i have a website that you can kind of check out if you really wanted to inquire on cryptocurrency um there's a website that gives you a lot of detail on bitcoin and and, and there's literally over a thousand crypto like in the market now and so there's a website called coin market cap so c-o-i-n market m-a-r-k-e-t cap c-a-p Dot com. So coinmarketcap.com is where you want to go to to see a lot of the detail on what the top currencies or cryptocurrencies are right now. And when you click on those crypto, it gives you a full description on what they mean, what they are and what their price is right now. Now, that's great. Thank you. And, and, and now mm-hmm. how because I'm a technology nerd, so I actually enjoy like learning about blockchain technology and stuff but i know that not a lot of people might be into that so how like how much do people need to know know in your opinion about like the technology or do they just read about the coin like what would you suggest i think that they need to i think they need to know that it exists i think they need to know about um how that technology works because even now there are companies and there are people that i know with small businesses that use bitcoin as a form of payment for their like process if people don't if people don't have cash in hand right now or they they're um you know they want to kind of exchange a certain method like literally you know amelia i just bought a t-shirt for 15 dollars with the bitcoin you know um and so all i did is exchange from wallet to wallet and so um I, i think that people understanding how the transactions work is important because the banks like cryptocurrency because i can exchange from person to person or i can i can make a transaction in a matter of minutes or hours you know um rather than if i have to wire information it may take a, you know a little bit longer or sometimes it may take longer as far as the transaction but banks like it because of how fast transactions are um, and so i would say you want to understand not just the technology but kind of how the transactions work um and, and different the different mechanics on how cryptocurrency can be used. Because like I said, I, I just bought a, a t-shirt, but I also recently went and got gas from my uh, my Bitcoin. They scanned what's called a QR code. I went and filled up my tank of gas and, and um, I, I used it to get gas. And so I say, you know, you want to understand how the technology works, but also, you know, it's going to soon be a part of our lives more and more this decade, especially now that uh, the the Elon Musk's of the world and the different billionaires of the world are are really bullish and really talking about it. Um, you're going to hear it a lot more often because it's going to be the the new age of of transactions going into twenty the, the decades of the 2020s. 
I also heard that uh, on the streets that uh, you're in the market for a pet tiger by Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? I, yeah, I said, I said I said last night that Bitcoin got me looking looking online for pet tigers and you know camels. <laughs> You know, get rid. You know, I may even look online to see if there's a spaceship on sale. You know, but um, <laughs> no. Nah, I mean, I I think that uh, nowadays, you know, especially with the way Bitcoin is moving, you know, just imagine if you would have bought Bitcoin when it was yeah. still peer to peer. You know, and yeah. you know, if it was five dollars, ten dollars a coin. But I have people that I know um, that I mentioned Bitcoin to um, a few years ago who bought at like two thousand dollars, who bought at like nine thousand, or in great profit right now because of just holding on to it you know yeah but absolutely and like we always say you know like kind of trust your gut so like for me i'm just kind of like researching different coins and i'm like i'm gonna get a little bit of this (laughs) a little bit of that yeah because there's some that's like still yeah there's some that's still (laughs) under like ten dollars under a dollar you know yeah you know under 50 cents so yeah yeah i know we got a few messages too i know we got a few messages and yeah we're gonna Hi both and everyone, uh, thanks for arranging to do this broadcast, it's an awesome topic. I'm going to jump straight in with a fairly sort of serious question. What's your opinion about there being a bubble at the moment in the crypto space currency and other bubbles in the stock market? Ooh, yeah, yeah, um, that is very, 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 um, it's true. So people have been talking about a bubble in the crypto market people have been saying bitcoin is a bubble for years um they said bitcoin was a bubble when it was two thousand dollars they said bitcoin was a bubble at ten thousand dollars uh so when somebody says it's a bubble in the market meaning um the there could be a price that's overinflated or overly bullish or we call it being overbought so when when the market is too overbought you know when there's too much of a bullish surge sooner or later that crash down or that correction um, is going to be heavy. So that drop may be even heavier. Um, but I would say with the bubble, you know, with, with because cryptocurrency is so early and it's so young, um, people have to expect that there's going to be a decent bit of a pullback or a drop. But I wouldn't necessarily. So when you hear when you hear about the bubble, the bubble necessarily means that it's going to pop soon. So when it's, when people say it's going to pop, that the market is going to crash down and people hope it's going to go to zero. Bitcoin is never going to zero. <laughs> I'm going to let you know now. Bitcoin is never going to pop and go to zero. Like everybody's hopes and dreams, the people. And again, that's another emotional uh, question that people have. Not philosophy's question, but like people's question of, is it going to go to zero? Is it going to crash? You know, like people who did not catch it in the very beginning are praying to their ancestors that this goes to zero. <laughs> So that nobody else can win, which is sad. You know, it's sad that people do that. Mm-hmm. But if they can't win, nobody else is going to win. And I've heard that from people. Like, I've legitimately, legitimately heard that. Like, yo, the way mm-hmm. I see it, I'm like, okay, I missed the Bitcoin boat. But there's like, like yeah. you said, hundreds of other coins. Yeah. So yeah. like, I'm okay. But that's the yeah. point about the emotions. Like you said, and like you said, like, not that philosophy was emotional about it, but mm-hmm. other people. Right. So. Right. It's, it's usually other people because, you know, what philosophy asked was, you know, is it is the bubble a real thing? And I do think in some ways um, it can be only because Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, there's like no intrinsic value, but also like there's something called supply and demand within like different markets. And cryptocurrency is so young that it's hard to gauge what's the what's the base of crypto It's hard to gauge 
what is going to be the the un, untapped potential of it and so um i would say for that to answer that question i do think that there is not a bubble but i think there's going to be a little bit of a correction that does take place um and so once i think once we get to like 50k then i feel like um it may pull back a little bit but we're literally getting a driving push from the billionaires of the world and the institutions of the world you know and so yeah. um it's it's not they're not going to just let it crash down to zero like, you know there's there's contingencies now to how the market makes this makes this movement and it's by the people you know as retail traders you know like people like regular people and then there's institutions who literally drive billions and trillions of dollars into movement like for example the currency market literally moves about five or six trillion dollars in volume every single day not a month or a week every single day you know it's it's moving at the trillion so there's yeah. a contingency to keep that keep that market driving you know and, so, and this is yeah. this is why it's important to learn how to read the charts read the market mm -hmm. read the emotions it's like a whole it's like a whole new language and i know that a lot of people understand what you just said ej but mm -hmm. i know a lot of people listening are like Whoa, he just what are you talking me. about? So I just want, like, I just want to say because I I know this, and I and, and um, we've got all kinds of listeners, and so to those of you that are like, what the hell did you just say? Please don't be discouraged by that. Like, this is why we're here. This is why we have this show, so you can ask questions and really yes. investing is a language, right? So mm -hmm. just like learning Spanish and French and you might need mm -hmm. to learn a few words. So there's just, you know, that's why, you know, EJ explained what bubble means. And it, if mm -hmm. you still don't understand, like we have our clubhouse. So we have this show every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern on Fridays. And then at 1 p.m. Eastern, we go on clubhouse, which is more of like a living room feel where you can come mm -hmm. into our living room and ask those questions and we can actually interact with you more and explain things a little bit more deeply if that's what you need and desire Absolutely. and if you're having like feels and emotions about it we're here to like help you work through those emotions and that's that's what it's about that so you know don't feel overwhelmed or just check out because it's it is another language you're not slow you're not dumb you're not stupid it's it's just another language but once you start learning the different <laughs> words and terms you like it, it's crazy and it happens fast right because you remember EJ yeah. when you were teaching me a couple years ago and i was just <laughs> like what are you talking about but then after <laughs> just a couple times i was all like talking all these different things which actually like oh that's what that means yeah you're like exactly. oh yeah that makes sense you know so yeah that's and I know right we gotta that. have a little bit of a, a shorter show today, so let me play these messages and let's you know mm -hmm. kind of start to wrap up just for today. We, you know, we're <laughs> we're we're entrepreneurs here. We've got stuff to do, so today we have to have a little bit of a shorter show. But let's see what other yeah, yeah. we got. As um, as EJ is saying, cryptocurrency is just literally it's a digital currency. It's it's a form of currency that you use, and it fluctuates just like many currencies in economics in different countries and you know you can go places like south africa and china and you can use crypto you can use bitcoin and cryptocurrency to just pretty much just about buy pretty much anything from you know um, most of their businesses out there so you know that's really the functionality and the purpose behind it like it's not necessarily like a security or an investment option right yeah absolutely yeah, you know, there's other countries that use crypto a lot heavier, like a like a you know, for example, 
like a China or like um, you know some 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 other Asian countries as as well as um, African countries. You know they they use cryptocurrency very heavily in Nigeria. You know uh, or in like you know I, I got a friend who's from Liberia. They use cryptocurrency very heavily. Um, you'd be surprised um, on the way they make you know their exchange. That's literally like one of their common uh, forms of payment or currency is through crypto. So absolutely. I agree. So, you know, and, and so here's the deal. So I know that um, you get a lot of questions about, oh, my <laughs> gosh, is the U.S. dollar going to become obsolete? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that all that mm-hmm. all that emotional kind of emotionality about it. Right. I do want to say and, and look, I'm not a. I don't know. Th- I'm just purely speaking from like my intuition and from what I've seen, like get prepared like get in like diversify right so right. so get into different things because i'm not going to be the one to say the us dollar is going to blow up or crash or whatever but mm. writing is on the wall look at what's going on in our world today 2020 showed us that we have no freaking clue what the heck is going to happen 2020 right. through the biggest monkey wrenches into our lives collectively and individually And there's a lot of different systems that are, I don't want to say breaking down. I want to say changing and changing rapidly, right? Because like, who the heck has a VHS tape anymore or a VHS player? Maybe some of you do, but they do still exist. It's not like they all got burned down and and no one ever, ever, ever uses them. But look Mm -hmm. at the frequency. It's not really used anymore. And a lot of people would say it is obsolete. I don't know what your definition of obsolete is. Obviously, there's a dictionary definition. But like to me, if someone gave me a VHS tape of like something that I wanted to see, I'm going to be like, what the heck do I do with this? Yes, there's there's a way. I, there's a lot of places I can go to convert it to digital, but it's it's not as available. So yeah, I'm understanding yeah, that like right. crypto, it, I don't know how many years it's going to be, but like digital is replaces physical kind of all the time i mean look at cds like i remember going through my house growing up and like oh my god all these cds are i remember going into tower records as i age myself to buy 99 (laughs) cents for a dollar singles on cassette tape okay Right, right like and now i can just log into spotify and there's billions of streams a day so right. it's it, I mean, like, look where I'm we are not, now <laughs> but that's what i'm saying but like don't get scared like like when streaming came out were we terrified about our dvds and blu-rays going obsolete i mean maybe some people were but i wasn't terrified like i could still use it and then slowly we converted so yeah. it's the same thing right like you're we're, we're probably converting in that direction but don't let the emotions of it because see you know why because it's about money like with dvds and with music it's like people are like yeah well it's not it's not as emotional but money brings up so much emotions and that's that's why we talk about the emotions here as well so yeah yeah. i agree you know that's that's how that's how i look at it you know and so yeah you're definitely right you know you you hit the nail in the head with that because there's there's ways that a lot of things in our life is going to evolve. So when people ask me questions in terms of like what it is and is it is it something legitimate or is it something that's that's going to be around for a while? Yeah. And when people ask me about, you know, is it going to like again to philosophy's question, is it going to crash and burn uh, or, or be a bubble? 
um, I would say no. Um, but I was, you know, there, there's ways that we can continue to um, ha- have this be a part of our life and it's going to evolve even more. So yeah, the, the yeah. US dollar may still be around, um, but in a very, very, very limited <laughs> kind of fashion, you know, like um, the way of the world is now digital, you know, like people are yeah. going to work digital, <laughs> you know, like there's right. different ways. <laughs> so, you know, I think we're kind of more in a digital, like, like Amelia said, we're in, a, we're in a digital world now. And so a lot of things that are, are going to make us the, the most convenience right now is going to be the, the, the hottest topic right now. I mean, like we, the way, uh, if you can make payments and, and do certain things and invest in, in, a, in a digital way, people will have a lot more access to those kind of things now more than ever. So, um, yes, you're asking all the right questions, everyone. So that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and here and back to what we say pretty much every week on this show, follow what fits your lifestyle and who you are and and where you're currently at and have that be okay. Have Mm -hmm. that be enough. Like, don't compare yourself to other people and what other people are doing. And actually on our Wind Down Wednesday show, our friend TP was like, yeah, like I, what I might risk in my investments, you might not risk. What I might Mm -hmm. be interested in, you might not be interested in. And just back to another digital example, I personally am not an Alexa, Echo, Google, Hey Google person. And it's crazy, I mean, I probably should be because it's really cool when I can go into someone else's house and be like, hey, Alexa, play this. (laughs) But like, do you remember when no one had Alexa or like I remember when Alexa first came out? I had again, I am super late adopter when it comes to that stuff. So I was like, who the heck is this bitch, Alexa? Like, what is everyone (laughs) talking about? And and then eventually I learned why, because our landscape evolved in that direction. But because it's not about money, do I feel all these emotions? Like, am I stupid because I don't have an Alexa? Am I stupid because I don't have (laughs) an Alexa? Do I need that right now? (laughs) Do I need it? Oh my God, is is my TV gonna, is the bubble gonna burst? Like, like we don't think about those things, but it's so interesting when it comes to money. The minute you insert the word currency or money, everyone gets crazy, you know, and, and I just, I'm just saying that not from a judgment place. It's just funny. Like just to point it out, to show how emotional people can get, we all get, I get, you know, so I'm not even separating myself. And so, I mean, that's why we're having this show. Like, cause I want, I want people to be as neutral about it for like, Oh, you, you got the Samsung. Oh, cool. I got the iPhone. Cool. Period. Not like, well, I mean, and there are iPhone people that will shame Android, you know, so. Yeah, they treat it like another race. But that's the whole (laughs) point. Like, we all have different personalities. You do have iPhone versus Android people. Yeah. yeah. But then you also have people that are like, cool, you got a Droid, I got an iPhone, whatever. No big deal. So it's just like that. So don't get all tied up in the emotions. do what you gotta do follow yourself um i know we gotta wrap soon we got one more let's take our last message of the day as i said in one of my previous recordings um all currencies have what you call um floating exchange rates so that means based on supply and demand of that currency the rate of that currency will actually change. That's the same thing that we see with Bitcoin. But because, you know, investors and analysts are still kind of looking at it as like something similar to the stock market, they kind of they kind of associate its fluctuation with that. But um, it's no different from, you know, from, you know, different 
different companies and oh, with different countries, I mean, and how their dollar impacts their economy, like their GDP right. and things of that nature. So it's literally just um, it's a form of di- digital economics. That's all it really is. Yeah, I mean, I a, you know, okay, yeah. About that. So, our because you can read the cryptocurrency charts, right? You can see how mm-hmm. the price is going up and down. Yep. In y'all's experience, would you read the chart the same way as like a stock chart, a foreign exchange uh, chart, or is it a different yeah. language? Or, or is the jury still out on that? Well, it's, my question was the, super technical, y'all. No, no, no. I mean, think of it like <laughs> this. Think of it like this. There is, um, there's your traditional Spanish language, and then there's Portuguese. You know. Okay. Um, so kind of think of it like that. It's kind of a similar verbiage. Like you get some kind of the same verbiage in Italian than you would get sometimes in the Spanish like the language. Romantic you know, languages. Yeah. yeah, the Malent yeah. is still kind of within the same uh, notion. You got the same um, thing in mind, but you may say verbiage or, or certain things differently. And so that's kind of the same way with um, charting cryptocurrency with stocks, um, cryptocurrency and currency in general is a faster pace it's a faster movement and so you want to chart it a little bit different rather than just in the stock market you know you you kind of understand certain movements of the market and you can understand certain analysis um you know into the, into a different scale like when you look at currency um i can literally read a chart and figure out patterns in a different way because the movement's faster and so right um yeah so yeah th- think of it kind of in that light you're, you're still you're still having the same kind of conversation or in, in in the analysis only thing is there's slight differences so i would say there are very very slight differences when it comes to making that kind of analysis so here's yeah. the deal yeah i think this is the this is the note we can leave people with is just like you might have an interest like look you speak english and you might have an mm-hmm. interest in learning japanese or maybe you have an interest in learning one of the romantic languages spanish french mm-hmm. italian or maybe you want to learn something completely different maybe you want to learn another asian language filipino right mm-hmm. so pick a language what and and the way that at least I know a lot of people choose what language to learn is what country would I want to visit? What people do I want to interact with, right? Like some people have to learn Japanese out of necessity because in their job or in their business, they partner with people in Japan. So do you see how there's no judgment and no like emotionality to that? There's just your life, your choices, your interests, and then you learn yeah. the language. And also when you're learning the language, yeah, first you gotta learn how to say, hey, how are you? Like right. some simple mm-hmm. things, how to order food. You're not like out there writing freaking slam poetry. <laughs> and I think <laughs> exactly. so. I, I, lo- I think that's what we can leave people with is like, people are like seeing a tweet from Elon Musk or whoever, a friend about crypto. And they're like, yo, I need to write slam poetry tomorrow i need to get like an award for my slam poetry when it's like how about you first learn how to say or no first how about you first decide if that's the language you want to learn right yeah and because there's so many languages you can learn and then when you decide then how about you first learn how to say hello how are you right so let's leave people with that right i think that that's such that's that that's it that's it right there people get emotional because yeah, yeah. they're like i need to write a textbook tomorrow 
<laughs> exactly. But they don't have to. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to, you know, there, there's a process to it and it, and it should impossible. be a patient one. Right, right, exactly. It is impossible. Unless you're right? like that dude from Heroes, which I'm also yeah. dating myself, where he like <laughs> just like learn something like right away or was it the chick i don't know anyway unless you're an, a mutant if you're a mutant then right. hey learn all the languages and come teach us how about that yeah exactly you know <laughs> i mean exactly if, if you have some kind of tie with professor x you know let, let us know you know yeah, for real <laughs> well know. thank you so much I, let's, let's play this one last message here let's see maybe it's from evan yeah i wouldn't just because if you were to try to to chart the movement of the actual like US dollar or like the actual euro, like just it's pure raw form currency, it would be extremely difficult to use technical analysis strategies to actually to actually interpret that without first knowing what happened to that economy specifically that mm -hmm. is causing drastic fluctuation. So um that's what makes you know cryptocurrency a little bit confusing from the trader's side or the investor side of things is that you can't really read it because the you know the volume and the 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 fluctuation is just um it's actually it's actually seen with the physical eye but it's hard to interpret so but i in simple terms i wouldn't well that's and that's what we were saying like back to the language analogy right because like yo i've been speaking mm -hmm. english my whole damn life and i remember when i drove across the country and i found <laughs> myself in hurricane mills tennessee and and the people at the diner were talking to me i was like <laughs> i do not know what you're saying and then i <laughs> i also think about you know spanish because spanish is another language that i kind of know i guess i'm intermediate i don't know it depends yeah, what yeah. day it is it depends what country i'm in but right. i know and i have a lot of friends from the dominican republic i'm from new york and so i know that and i i just came from chile or i was living in chile for a few months and i know that yeah. chilean spanish dominican spanish is like what and right, my right. intermediate you know high school Sp ap spanish was like what is going <laughs> on and so i remember when um I was dating a Dominican guy and he had to teach me they have they have a completely different slang. And so I'm just, <laughs> and, and, and there's words that are like another person who speaks Spanish is like, what? So it, it's just I just go back to the language analogy period, right? Like what language do you want to learn based on your lifestyle, your preferences? And because yeah. it's something that you have to enjoy. I'm not, I mean, I don't want to say have to. I hate saying have to, but you, you all know what I'm saying. If y'all been listening right. to the show, you know what we're talking about. So yeah, yeah. EJ, any, any kind of wrapping up words for today on that? The language just, analogy or just, just to continue. <laughs> yeah, no, continue, continue to, you know, be a practitioner of, of what you want to be interested in, you know? So like I, I, I would say, if you have an interest in wanting to learn more about these things, then I would research. I would I would go and check out YouTube videos, but I would definitely look out um, for for opportunities and not just you know. We gave the um, idea a, a couple of days ago um, in in our Wind Down Wednesday of just not you know not being a, a pro and learning how to swim, but get in the actual water and, yeah. and do what you've been taught, you know, and do do what you have been learning and researching and studying and. That's really what you want to do with this. You want to just take that next step, go ahead and make that move. And it's going to be a great one because you decided to take that step. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and check your emotions and, and not from a place of judging yourself, just from a place of noticing like, oh, wow, I'm getting real, like I'm getting in my feelings about this. And, um, you know, this is the place to, to kind of do that again, uh, 
every Friday, we're here 8 a.m. Eastern to have these chats. And then uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern, the same day, we hop into Clubhouse. So we've got the same usernames on Clubhouse as we do here. So follow us on Clubhouse, hop in at 1 p.m. Eastern, that's New York time, um, into our Clubhouse so we can actually have a round table, living room discussion about it. And definitely in future episodes and, and Clubhouse today, I'm going to bring in. So what I bring to the table is I, so EJ and Evan, they know how to read stock charts currency charts, crypto charts. <laughs> Your girl over here knows how to read astrology and human design charts, which is, yeah. and I even developed my own chart, so bam. <laughs> I love it, yeah. So I know how, and that's the chart of you. The chart of your personality, the chart of how you do things, why you do things, the way you do things. And that's where I come in. And so I want to start bringing those charts into this show as well as our clubhouse because I want you to perfectly marry the chart of you with the chart of your investments. Yep, Yo, absolutely. that was good. That's I like it. it. We got to wrap on that. That's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, yes, I appreciate you all for getting a chance to tune in. Yes, and we, and we got we got a great one. We, you're going to be uh, looking forward to great things in store with this clubhouse, so you don't want to miss it. You do not want to miss it. I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, you can catch the replays right here on Stereo. Um, we've also uploaded this to iTunes, Spotify, all the different podcast networks. And please join us again every Friday morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, and then 1 p.m. Eastern, we are on Clubhouse. And that's all for now. Thank you so much for being here. I love y'all. Peace out. Good night. Good day. Talk to y'all in a few hours. Bye. All right. Have a great day.